0: Dante leaned over the massive canvas printer in his photography studio. The muscles in his back rippled under the fabric of his snug Henley as he adjusted some dial or another, and I almost forgot why I'd cornered him in the first place. Almost. Eight months ago, I'd been announced as the adopted scion of House Lilith's new princess, making me the Duchess Tempus, whatever the hell that meant. The title felt like a clever disguise that effectively kept my head attached to my body. I hadn't realized at the time just how much the role would demand, or not demand, as it were. You need a hobby, Ms. Skye, Dante scolded me. Something challenging that might instill a bit of patience. I huffed and leaned my back against the work table that stretched along the opposite wall of the studio. If eight months under Ursula's tutelage doesn't prove my patience, what will? I folded my arms, more to keep my hands from touching any of the pricey gadgets in the room than to punctuate my mood. For a former Civil War veteran, Dante was surprisingly tech-savvy, definitely more tech-savvy than I was. He knew his way around high-end digital cameras and photo-editing tablets, and he had several industrial printers that fit snugly in the studio down the hall from his bedroom. Tripods, timers, and charging cables were neatly stacked on a corner shelf. On the far wall, beyond the fancy printers and the work table, hung naked frames, rolls of canvas and photo paper and an assortment of tools. Perhaps knitting, or the cello," Dante offered as he turned to face me, snapping my focus away from his more agreeable backside. "Knitting?" I stared at him. "That's what you think will curb my desire to work with blood vice?" You could make the harem donors sweaters or scarves for midwinter, he said. Improve your rapport with them. What's wrong with my rapport? My bottom lip jutted out before I could stop it. I thought everyone in the harem liked me. Of course they do, Dante sighed. But healthy relationships require frequent care and maintenance. Ugh, I rolled my eyes and pushed away from the table. You promised you'd put in a good word with my new sire. Dante had the decency to look ashamed. That was before I knew Ursula would be given the role. She's making me crazy. I swear every lesson either dissolves into decade-stale gossip or conspiracy theories that make tinfoil hats seem credible. She's off her rocker, and all I'm doing is wasting space, I added, throwing my hands in the air. What about sculpture? Dante turned away from me again as the printer sputtered out a series of beeps. A growl crawled up my throat as my fists bawled. Sure, I can sculpt an urn for when I finally lose it and set myself on fire to escape this nonsense. Don't be so dramatic. That's Ursula's job. Well, that's what you get for cooping me up with her for eight months, I said. You realize I haven't left the manor since we returned from Imbolc? Not once? I wasn't exactly BFFs with the queen or the well-to-do guests who frequented her parties, but I had been disappointed when the duke announced we would be skipping the Midsummer's Eve ball in Denver so Ursula and I could have more one-on-one time to bond. Dante shrugged, making the muscles in his back roll hypnotically. You are the scion of the princess of House Lilith. Two attempts were made on her life. It's not safe for you to be out in public. Not until we find a way to stop Cassandra. Cassandra, the Duchess of House Lilith and Dante's sibling Scion. She was a sly devil, and she had the prince wrapped around her finger. Because of my inherited blood vision, I already knew that she was behind the assassination attempt on the queen. We were also pretty sure that she was responsible for the two attacks on Ursula. Not that we had any proof. Cassandra was careful, and patient, a virtue that I was clearly lacking. The summer had slipped by uneventfully, and the more time passed without incident, the more I wondered if this weren't just some part of her evil plan, driving me nuts via subjection to Ursula's paranoia and mood swings. My silence drew Dante's attention. He turned and crossed the room, closing the gap between us. The inner corners of his eyebrows hitched sympathetically as he touched my shoulder. He raked his other hand through his chocolatey curls, and I looked away as some irrational heat filled my chest and face. We have our best people surveilling her, he said.